0: Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, our Lord is indeed worthy. He is worthy. And so I say welcome this morning uh, on behalf of the entire ministry of Abounding Grace Family Worship Center. We say welcome to you, those that are members, those who are connecting with us online, both near and far, whether you're a member or not, your family or friend, however you are joining us today. We say welcome and thank you for being with us today. Thank you for being with us today. So uh, I'm just going to say something just to kind of get something sparked off right now. And so I just want to ask you this one question. Have you prayed in the Holy Ghost today? (laughs) Yeah. Have you prayed in the spirit today? Have you prayed in your heavenly tongue? So if not, then I'm telling you it's going to be necessary for what? Uh, I know that the Lord wants to release unto us today. And so let's just take a moment right now. It's like, oh, we're going to do this right now? Yep, yeah, you're going you're gonna to do this right now. So even if you have, I know we have intercessors that pray before service. Thank you for your intercession. But now just as a corporate uh, body uh, for those that are watching right now, just take a moment. Just take a moment and then I'm going to turn to our scripture. But you just take a moment and just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. I know it's going to sound a little awkward because I'm going to be silent while I turn to our passions. But you just go ahead right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah, just pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. you're going to you're going to see why this is necessary. I, you know, it's coming to me now, but I'll share that at the end. But go ahead. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know what? I have my marker here. Yep, just pray. I know some people haven't prayed in a while or, uh, or just prayed in the Holy Ghost. And then if you don't have that yet, and then you just pray in your understanding. Uh, but then we're just going to believe God together uh, for activation, uh, especially if you're already a born-again believer, activation of you praying in the Spirit, you praying in tongues. Amen. You know, I had a moment even with my family. It was like, hey, you know what? Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. It's all, all all, my wife, myself, all three of our wonderful daughters. Man, we were just, yeah, we were just going for it. We were going for it as a family. But it is important for you to pray in the Holy Ghost. And I would just want to encourage you with this, not legalistically, but out of relationship, pray in the Holy Ghost every day. Pray in the Holy Spirit every day. There's there's so many different opportunities for you to be able to do so. But just to encourage uh, some people, because I believe some people need this encouragement, pray in the Holy Spirit every day on your commute or even before if you're working remotely, even before you log on and and fire things up or begin to start digging into emails. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Woo! You're going to see You're going to see why, but it is so important that we stay connected, that we stay connected. Amen. All right, and we're going to be praying a little bit more towards the end, but uh, that's the kind of just charges the atmosphere, especially, and thank you for praying in the Holy Spirit for those that received that instruction and began to pray. Thank you. And so now the atmosphere is actually charged for us to be able to receive some things. So it's not any new or any deep revelation, but it is going to be a reactivation, and I think it's extremely important, especially in the midst of our consecration, uh, that we speak on this matter, and so this kind of comes from how we begin uh, talking about the DNA uh, traits of fasting and prayer, and so one of the things, as a matter of fact, the first thing that was mentioned, the first trait that we mentioned, you don't have to pull that up, but the first thing that we mentioned was just talking about increasing the strength of prayer. Increasing the strength of prayer. So that's just, that's, just, that's just a thought to hang on to. But there's a particular word, a particular thing uh, that the Lord is actually speaking to us afresh now. So it's, it's passages that we've known and that we've read plenty of times, but we want to hear this as God's speaking this to us now. Amen? So turn with me to the book of Matthew. We're going to start in Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 17. Glory to God. I'm excited, man. It was a joy just to be able to receive this. You know, I was just like <laughs> I was just like a child, you know, in his presence. So I was excited. I was like, "Lord, are oh, you going to say something?" And then, so I was just enjoying. He was like, "Yep, keep coming, keep pressing. It's not a pressure thing, but it's just a, a it's just a pressing in." And I was just excited. I was like, "Yeah, God. Yeah, let's do this." I just enjoyed being in his presence. Had some worship music playing and just reading and just fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. But um here we go. Matthew chapter 17. I didn't give you the verse, so we're going to begin at verse 14. But before we do that, let me just let you know just a brief context. Of course, Jesus took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, and went to to a very high mountain to pray. And then, of course, on that, there was the, which many people know as the transfiguration. Uh, You know, it was, uh, you know, the, the heavens opened up. Oh, the heavens opened up and the voice of the Lord spoke. This is my son, hear ye only Him, so now they're coming back from this mountain, but on that thought, the heavens opened up. If you have not listened to the word from this past Wednesday, do so. Do so, do so, do so, because we talked about heaven's response to prayer and fasting, and I'm telling you that there was an opening, there was a breaking of some things and some barriers uh, that were removed as a result of that word, so do yourself, do your spirit, man, good and make sure you listen to that word and if you have and if you have listened to it once listen to it again listen to it again amen okay so now they're coming back from this place of transfiguration and then there was some little conflict going on between the scribes and the remaining of the disciples Uh, and so there was a little bit of commotion that was going on there and of course uh, this is the situation that has happened because there was a multitude that came as a result so now verse 14 And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So this is something that was serious that was going on. Verse 16, so I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Now, look at Jesus' response, and this is where we're really going to kind of dig into some things right here. Look at Jesus' response. Then Jesus answered and said, listen to what he says, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? And then he says, bring him to me. Now, before we go any further, this account is actually recorded in three different Gospels. Of course, we see it in, in Matthew, but then we also see it in Mark, and we see it again in Luke. And so I'm just going to, we're not going to turn to Mark, but I'm just going to reference some of the things because Mark actually goes into a little bit more detail about what happens here. And so Jesus, again, he says right now, but this is important. O faithless and perverse generation. Now, he said that then, but doesn't that sound like something that could be said even now? (laughs) It wouldn't be too far to say that even amongst us in our society right now, that it is a faithless or unbelieving generation. And then he even goes further here in this particular gospel. He says also perverse. My goodness. And so here. We see among us, we have every other thing, oh my goodness, every other thing in our generation right now, in our generation right now, that is void of faith (laughs) in Christ, that is void of belief, and there is so much pressure in the spirit that will try to suppress through circumstances, through news, that will try to suppress and rob believers of faith. And so one of the things I believe Apostle even mentioned this, we want to make sure that we are believing believers (laughs) and not just believers in name only. So let me just say this right now. Oh, my God, we have to, you and I have to believe God like never before in this hour. Woo! that is good. We've got to actively. Oh, I got to say that again. We've got to actively believe God in this generation. Because what Jesus is saying here, this is actually a rebuke of what he's saying. This is a rebuke. Now, we, 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 we know that this was actually a, 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 a demon, demonic activity that was going on. But we know also that there is demonic activity going on in the realm of the spirit even this day. And it shows up in all different kinds of formats. And so you have everybody believe in every other thing except who they need to believe in, which is the truth, Jesus Christ, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. Come on. But you and I, we have to actively, we have to actively believe God because there is resistance against faith. Woo. There's resistance against faith, but I'm telling you, you and I, we will stand and we will contend as believers for faith and for the faith in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, that's me. Say, I'm a believing believer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he began. He again, he speaks. And I believe that this is something that kind of echoes in this generation. Oh, what a faithless generation you have. Everybody else on these reports, and we know there's tons of negative news and all kinds of stuff that happens that you can flip it on at any moment, and nobody is thinking or turning to God. So that's why we have to rise up. We have to make sure that we are distinguished in our belief, in our faith, and that this is not included in this, that we're not included in this rebuke. Because it can easily happen for us to fall into unbelief. Ah, yeah, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. So he says, oh, faithless and perverse generation. And he says, look, man, how long shall I be with you? It's like, ah. Here's one of the things, because Jesus is looking for faith. Y'all remember, it was in, it was in, it was in another chapter, I believe it was in Luke, where he says, when the Son of Man returns, this is a portion of it, but when the Son of Man comes, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? Oh, my goodness. He's looking for faith in all, oh, in every generation. So faith must exist. Faith must be active. Faith must be expressed and proclaimed in every generation. And so I'm telling you, he's looking for faith in you. And I got to say this again. We have to actively believe God in this hour because this isn't something where we just allow. Oh, yeah. Where we just allow things to kind of just dump on us and just kind of just we just open the gate for any and everything. And the next thing you know, we're weighed down. No, no. It's like, man, you know, no, I believe God. In the midst, in spite of the conditions and in spite of the circumstances, I believe God. So Jesus rebukes this generation and possibly his very disciples, you know, even as well. But let me read it one more time. Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? Now, you know that we're in the midst of this consecration. Oh, how long shall I be with you and how long shall I bear with you? So we're in the midst of this consecration. And one of the things that I believe that the Lord spoke to me just as a reminder to us all is like, hey, do not fast without faith. (laughs) You don't you do you not enter into praying and fasting and you don't have faith along with it, meaning that there has to be some belief in your praying and fasting. Otherwise, it just becomes a religious exercise. And that does not please the spirit of the Lord. That is not the kind of fast that that he is looking for. In other words, that when we are praying and fasting with faith, that that one, there's a strength that comes with it. But it also means that there's an expectation. And I've said this before, but I got to keep saying this uh, because I know that it was something that the Lord spoke to us all. It's like, look, this is not a fast, like a fast and prayer consecration like normal. So there must be fresh expectation. And don't base this upon previous experiences, but there are some new things that the Lord is doing. That's something that just keeps churning and churning over and over again that I want to make sure that, that, that it churns in your spirit as well. That this is something new. And so we are praying and we are fasting and we are consecrating ourselves with faith. But there's a reason why. So now Jesus says here, he says again, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. So of course we know that Jesus was looking for faith, but he was also looking for fruit. Oh, can I say that? He's also looking for fruit. Bear with you. (laughs) That sounds like some fruit terminology. Of course, we know that's endurance and all that, but let's just even look at it from that perspective. Bear with you. It's like, look, I'm expecting some fruit. So this is important. As we are praying and fasting with faith, there must be fruit. Whatever you're connected to, there must be fruit in keeping with that connection. That's a good word. Whatever you're connected to, there must be some fruit in keeping with that connection. If you're connected, oh, I got to say this. If you're connected to this ministry, one of the fruits, one of the, one of the identity, one of the markers that we have is worship, prayer, healing. Those, those are some key things. And of course, there's, there's, some, there's some others as well. But I'm telling you, th- those are just some marks of being in connection of abounding. Look, we talk, we believe a certain kind of way. When something rises up as far as for an attack, whenever there's resistance, come on, we pray, we think, we have a certain paradigm of thought. And that's something that has been trained and something that's been ingrained. If you're connected, otherwise you're just following, but you're not, you're, you're, oh, yeah, 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 but it's not a spirit thing. And so, That's why we that's why we are in consecration, because it's like, oh, there's got to be some fruit in keeping with this belief. There must be some fruit. So Jesus was like, look, this is just a little demon. Wasn't a big thing for him. But he was like, oh, my goodness. And then it was over in Mark chapter nine. And again, we're not turning there. But uh, the father, he goes on to share a little bit more about what was going on with the son. He was like, hey, you know, he's got this mute spirit. It's been, uh, of course, we read it. You know, it'll sometimes throw him into the fire and into the water trying to kill him. And then what happens uh, is that the spirit actually, when he sees Jesus, it actually throws the boy down on the ground. And he's all convulsing and foaming at the mouth, the Bible says. And then Jesus looks at the father and says, how long has he been like this? While this is going on, Jesus said, how long has he been like this? And then the father was like, since childhood. Since childhood. So now, (laughs) let me just deal with this statement in a moment because it jumped out to me. Even as we're talking about, oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. So since childhood. (laughs) And so the father, he begins to say this. He was like, and I'm paraphrasing. Lord, but if you can do, if you can do anything, can you believe, have, can, if you can do anything, can you please have mercy on us? Can you please have mercy on us? And then Jesus says this, oh, Jesus says this, if you can believe, if you can believe, then I'm telling you that this is going to be possible. That you're going to have what you believe. Woo! And then Jesus rebukes the spirit. Right. And then some people thought the boy was dead. Jesus raised him up. He's like, he's not dead. Picks him up. And then, you know, they carry on. So now. But here we go. Verse 18. Let's read it here. And Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. My goodness. Verse 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Oh, and now look at what Jesus said. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, why could they not cast it out? What did Jesus say? Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, ah, here we go. If you have faith as a mustard seed, hmm, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there (laughs) and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. However, I'll stop at verse 21. However, this kind does not go out except what? By prayer and fasting. So now it's a couple of different ways. I believe, you know, oftentimes when we read scripture that there's some layers to this. And, and, and I just want to share a couple of different thoughts with this. Of course, we know, and, and, and it will kind of run parallel. We know that, that, that Jesus was also talking about, you know, some, some demons that don't come out except by prayer and fasting. Come on, because there are some things that try to sit with people since childhood. <laughs> yeah, some things that have entered in since childhood and then through consecration, there's a rebuke. There's something that the enemy can no longer thrive off of through prayer and fasting. Right. Can't thrive. Off. There's nothing that he can hold on to. And so he loses his grip. And then through the rebuke, he got to go. And that's one of the things I love about it. man. There is no force that is greater than Christ. Okay, there is no stronghold, there is no darkness that is greater than light. <laughs> so I don't even have to share a whole lot about that. That is something that we know. But then here's another thought to share because Jesus said you couldn't cast this out because of your unbelief. But then also we can look at it like this however, this kind of unbelief does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Woo. It's another thought. But it's like, man, you know what, Lord? He arms us in both sense because here's one of the things that the enemy will look to do. And actually, because later on, Jesus actually gives his authority to his disciples. Remember, he sends out the 70. Yeah, the 70. And then they come back saying, look, man, man, the, the demons are subject to us, you know, in your name. And he was like, yeah, don't even rejoice about that. So, but, you know. Make sure that you you know that your name is in the book of life. That's that's more important. But but anyways, he begins to deal with the unbelief. He begins to deal with the unbelief. So that's one of the things that I think is important and that is powerful, even in our consecration, because the Lord is dealing with areas, if there might be some hidden or inex- or, or, or unexposed areas on belief, I'm telling you, it's being uncovered right now, and that barrier is being removed, and that thing that has been rooted since childhood, because what the enemy will look to do is try to frustrate and rob faith in, in its innocence in, in, when we're young, because you remember First in the natural, when you're a child, you, you just believe anything. There is no limits. It's like, hey, you know what? I just believe it because it's something that is so precious. You hear something, you receive it, and it is like, whew, it is good. Now think about it oftentimes when we get born again, when we are childlike in our faith. Some of us, some, some, some of us can say, or sometimes we say, Um, It's like, man, you know, when I was a new believer, I was just radical in faith. I would just go for it and all that. So you kind of see that same thing that the enemy will try to. Oh, can I say it like this? That'll try to possess. Some things and rob you of some things in its infancy, in its in its in its youthfulness. Ah. But Jesus has to rebuke that spirit, and I'm telling you that He's rebuking it even now, because He still wants us to come to Him in a childlike faith. And so, one of the things, one of the things that this consecration is doing, it's like, woo, removing that thing that of of the flesh and those things, those hindrances, those doubts, and those unbeliefs, so that way we can really step into this. So now, let me read this again. Verse 20, verse 20, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Somebody say it will move. <laughs> somebody say it again. Say it will move. Hmm. Somebody say it one more time. Say it will move. OK, so now let me let me say it. I know I've been kind of some things, um, some things I'm just going to keep repeating and repeating and repeating until it gets down more into our spirit and then into our vocabulary and out of our mouths. But remember, one of the words that we heard from this past Wednesday was, look, the barriers are removed. Uh, so now I hear the Lord is following up again with that very same word from Wednesday with this thought to to add more to it. Saying it's like, look, but saying it's like, hey, you need to have some faith in this prayer and consecration because the barriers have been removed in the spirit. But I need you to understand that anything that looks like that is a mountain standing before you right now, anything that seems like. whoa, That's just real big. Remember, the heavens are open. Anything that seems like that is real big right now, I'm telling you, I'm going to show up, but I need you to show up, too. (laughs) So Jesus is actually teaching some things, um, teaching some things for us here, revealing some things for us. This is one of the things that I believe that the Lord was just kind of sharing with me. He was like, hey, there's some elements, you know, as you go for 10. There's some elements, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot about this, but, you know, I just had to, uh, you know, had to think on it. And so I at least just want to share these uh, thoughts. He was like, there's some elements as you go for 10. One of the elements, when we talk about go for, he was like, one, we always want to make sure that we go to Jesus. They did right. He was like, look, I brought him to you. But he brought him to his disciples. But the father said, I believe it was in, in one of the uh, Gospels, he said, look, I brought him to you. But who did he did? Who did he actually bring him to? His disciples. Meaning, oh, hold on to that thought. He said, I brought him to you, even though technically he brought him to his disciples, but it should be the same thing. So the three thoughts is this. The three thoughts is this as far as for going for 10. <laughs> You go to Jesus, you go with Jesus, but then here's the next thing, you go as Jesus. Yeah. Those are are simple but weighty statements. And so that's that element of faith, so that's why it was so powerful for the disciples, for, for the father to say, I brought my son to you. Even though Jesus wasn't physically there, but he brought him, to some people that represented him. How strong is that? How strong is that? So he was expecting the same thing. He was like, look, I know Jesus has cast out demons. Well, I'm bringing him to the disciples because I know if, if he casts out demons, if he's walking in faith, and this is something that the disciples do as well. Oh, so now somebody say, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Because some people will never know to go to Jesus, but, it's, but if we go as Jesus, then he can go to them. And then that way that connection can begin. In faith. In this prayer, in this consecration, in this faith. So now it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hold up. So now the Lord wants me to kind of, the Lord, the Lord, The Lord desires me to walk in a a freshness in a newness and perspective, especially in this consecration that we are not coming out of this the same as before we entered into this. (laughs) So now when you show up at work, you see, you're dealing with with two different things. One, you can't view a situation in unbelief. I know what it's like to work, to literally be on a workplace with demons with, well, more specifically with witches, but yeah, <laughs> I literally know what it's like to have people that had all kinds of stuff in their cubicles, man, and I'll show right up, and one person had all this kind of stuff, and they, they had some kind of issues going on with their health, and I'm like, hey, you know what, let's pray right now, lay my hand on that person's back, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's like, man, yeah, I felt, felt some relief, I was like, I'm trying to tell you that stuff that you got on your desk. That's putting in pressure. So but in other words, you're not letting all that kind of stuff rob of faith and the snuff out faith. It's like, man, you, no, you know what? You don't know how to come to Jesus. That I'm going to represent him. I'm going to show I'm going to be a believer. And then wherever I'm at, that his presence is there. Come on. You and I, we have to believe God like never before in this hour because there are a multitude of people looking. Looking, it's like, man, what? faith, faith has to show up. Christ has to show up so in us. It's like, oh, man, that's what Jesus really is? Because most people relate more to religion then the truth and the supernatural presence and spirit of God. And so now when there are mountains and people are like, man, what are we going to do with this kind of situation? You and I can remember what Jesus said, because this is how he operated. You will say to this mountain. Move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Oh. How many of y'all are believing for something or for some things right now? And if there's something that's in the way, again, just say it will move. And then just say out loud, say nothing will be impossible for me. Nothing will be impossible for me. Let's go to Mark. We know this. Mark, Matthew, Mark. Let's go. Mark chapter 11. Some of y'all know exactly where I'm going. because that's the first time Jesus mentioned it, but then he mentions it again. Mark chapter 11, and we'll look at 23 and 24, but remember he said, have faith in God. Remember that it was a fig tree that looked like that it had fruit, but then when Jesus came up to it and it didn't have any fruit, remember it's it's, it's almost like a generation. How long shall I bear with you? Remember he's looking for fruit. And for the fruit of faith. So here we go. Verse twenty three. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. My goodness. Don't have any doubt in your heart. And that's one of the things that I'm loving about this is like, man, you know what? This consecration, this fasting and this prayer is feeding faith. (laughs) Oh, man. Yep. This fasting and this prayer is feeding faith. It is feeding it. And it is starving that which would resist the things of the spirit. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah, my goodness. Okay, let me say it again. Let me say it again. Again, this is simple. I'm not being deep. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. Do you believe what you are saying? As the Lord shows and gives and and inspires and gives utterance, do you believe? So, again, we can't doubt Somebody, you know, if you're believing for a home, I'm 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 with you or believing for homes (laughs) and properties. Guess what? You cannot doubt. And one of the things that you cannot have as a report is what the news report says. Ah, well, you know that there's a shortage of homes, maybe for them, but not for you. Do not let that thinking come into your heart and into your mind. If you're believing for a vehicle and then or a vehicle that you have and to be accelerated and pay out oh, okay. Well, let me go back to that. If you're even believing for a vehicle, this is the report in the news. Well, you know what vehicles cost more and even used vehicles have gone up in price for the world. True. For you as a believer, our statement is this. It's like, eh, hey, you know what? I got favor in the name of Jesus. I, I, I'm going to receive the best deal in the name of Jesus. You get a report on something on your health. Oh, my God. You get a report on something on your health. And they say, and they say, say hey, well, you know what? Well, this is the diagnosis, and this is what it looks like, and this is what it's going to be. It's like, man, doctor, you know what? Thank you for your report. But this is what I believe. This is what I declare. And this thing that might be going on in my body, guess what? It will, it will move. It will move. <laughs> it will move. It has to move. This attack. Guess what? It will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. I know people have s- said certain things and whatever. I know whatever might look like. All right, now, you know what? No, my marriage is healthy. Woo. Yeah. nope, no. Not, oh, yeah. nope. My family is saved. And loving Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. I believe we have to believe in the name of Jesus. I'm going to read it again because Jesus is saying to you and I now for surely I say to you. Somebody say, oh, he's talking to me right now. For surely I say to you, let me say it again, have faith in God. And we know many people have said this before, you know, have the God kind of faith. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. You don't have to turn it, but I just want to read it again. Jesus says. Because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a muster steed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So here we go. We have this principle at work here. Jesus is saying, hey, I'm going to tell you right now how you can show up as me. This is how I operate. Nothing will be impossible for you. And then if you don't doubt in your heart and believe those things that you say, it will be done and you will have whatever you say. And let's finish this. Verse 24 and Mark eleven twenty-four. 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. My goodness. And I know some of you already have it highlighted and underlined. We'll put an extra star there. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe, believe, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So this is a this is this is a contending for it. It isn't it's it's time to receive. And it's like and we know this, we know this, but I'm saying that it's a freshness right now. So here's one of the things. Let me get to this right now. Here's one of the things, because, you know, as I was just kind of just reading and just, and just enjoying myself in the presence of the Lord, it's like, you know, when the Lord speaks and it was just like a clear thought and it was like, Whoo! and I was like, Lord, that is so you. So look at what he's look at what he says to us. And this is why this is important for you and I to walk in this. Because it's one thing and it's not that it's bad, but it's one thing for people to hear testimonies about what God is doing in other places and for other people. But I'm telling you, it becomes so much more real and so much more tangible when things start happening for people that you know personally. Oh, it's something about that proximity that you realize it's like, oh, it kind of quickens and activates faith and it, 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 it internalizes it and lets you know it's like, hold up. God, man, this is something that happened this close. You know, sometimes people say it in a negative, it's negative sense, where uh, when there's like an attack or something, and then it's like, oh, you know what? This is personal, meaning that it became more real to them because something negative happened to, some, to, to, to somebody that they know. But now, can we can we look at this same thing from the perspective of God in a, in, a, in a light of positive, in a light that is positive and it is truth? When there's a breakthrough, when there's a manifestation, when there's a removal or something showing up in somebody else's life that you know personally, then you need to say this. It's like, oh, this is personal. Like, man, God, God, woo, Lord, you're that close? Man, it's, it's, it's almost like, <laughs> have you ever seen an Amazon truck or a UPS or whatever kind of truck in your neighborhood, and you're wondering if you ordered something too? Oh, my goodness, that kind of expectation. And like, man, you know what? Yeah, something should be showing up to my doorsteps, too. Something has been delivered. (laughs) Yeah, something has been delivered. Okay, so now let me get to this word. And I'm going to share why this is so powerful, because I was like, man, God, this is so good. Expect your faith to go to another level. This is what the spirit of the Lord is saying to us all right now. Expect your faith to go to another level. You will believe with childlike boldness in which you've never believed before. Behold, I am empowering you to believe. It is a supernatural surge because of what I desire to do through you in this hour. People will come running together to see me on display. And that which they thought was dead, I will raise up before their very eyes. Yes, even the things that have been out of order since childhood, I will restore. Faith that was lost since childhood, I will renew. Do not think it strange that I will require you to revisit opportunities and revisit dreams because I want you to believe again. I want you to speak to mountains for if you believe, you will have what you say. This is the power of prayer and fasting with faith. And this is how I want you to show up as me. Now, the other thing that the Lord reminded me after this, and it was a conversation that I had with Sister Lystra, you know, who leads our intercessory uh, prayer ministry. Then he, he reminded me because, you know, I, anyways, he reminded me, he was like, hey, what I'm actually speaking to you is actually a confirmation of what, what you've heard before. And then I had to go back. I was like, yeah, Lord, what did she say? sometimes we'll have conversations and then the Lord will begin to start speaking. And then this is what she said, what the Lord gave her. Our faith, and and it so bore witness because I sensed it, but the way that she expressed it, I was like, yeah, that's it. Our faith as a church is going to go exponentially higher. We're going to pray with a belief we haven't had before. Oh, my goodness. So somebody say right now, say my faith. Is going exponentially higher. And I'm going to pray with a belief I haven't had before. Okay, so now here we go. With these two things, with these two words, one that the Lord spoke, and I will read it again. Um, but let me share this part because it's some things where the Lord is saying, hey, I want you to go look at that again, or I want you to revisit that again. But I'm telling you that there was a surge of faith for you because maybe it was a faith at a certain level. He was like, yeah, you believe. But there was still some unbelief. And remember, the father said that, Lord, I believe help my unbelief. But the Lord is saying right now, it's like, hey, but I'm removing that like that, 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 that is like dying right now. And that there's such a freshness and such a spirit, such a fervency. A faith that that is rising up. It's almost one of those kind of faiths that doesn't make sense. And some's like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm believing like this or why I'm talking like this. But I know I am because it's the spirit that is over, that is is just raising, that is just so strong. And and it must be so loud in this hour. Remember? Louder than the unbelief. Come on. That it must be so strong in this hour. And it's like, man, you know what? What is it? Hope beyond hope? (laughs) It's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say this. And I'm going to believe that I receive it. Because nothing shall by any means be impossible. There's only so many testimonies that you can hear before you really have to start believing it for yourself. And it starts coming out of your mouth. It's like, hold up, Lord. Like, this stuff starts, man, you hear about, you know, increase and, and things of that nature. And you hear about all these different testimonies and breakthroughs. It's like, no, duh. Hold up. Thank you, Lord, for these testimonies. But it's almost like I can't take it no more. I believe this is for me and this is going to happen for me and through me in the name of Jesus. I was at a a celebration of life service, you know, uh, yesterday and 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 someone, you know, after the service and we just kind of just quote unquote, you know, casual conversation. But it wasn't casual. But somebody said something to me. It was like, hey, man, yeah, you know what? Boom, 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 boom. I'm not going to say it yet until until it happens. But (laughs) they said it, and then I was like, man, you know what? You're the third person that has said something, that very same thing over the course of two years. And they were like, yeah, because I see it. And then the Lord afterwards, he was like, okay, now, are you going to receive this now? He's like, are you going to receive this? I was like, man, I guess so. I was like, okay, Lord, help me to. Because you hear it the first time, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. Like, yeah, man, praise God. You know how we can say, man, praise God. Somebody say something the second time, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. It's like, okay, praise God. (laughs) It kind of changes. It's like, okay, praise God. Start to kind of ponder. Somebody say it a third time, then you just got to throw your hands up. Okay, Lord, this is like, this is. You really meant this because these are three different people at three different time periods saying the exact same thing. Oh, let me believe this like a child. Lord, I believe now. I heard it the first time, but I, I didn't receive it. I just heard it. I heard it the second time and this time I believed it. I heard it the third time. Now I believe it and receive it. So now let me start saying this thing. Because clearly, this is something that that, that is on your thinking, and I wasn't tracking with you like that, but this is something that you, oh. Can I share another little bonus thing that the Lord shared with me? I was like, it was a little play on words, but I was like, God, that is so good. That is so true. He was like, son, for the things I have prepared for you, I want you now to (laughs) pre-prayer. I know it sounds funny. It sounded like I said something wrong. For the things I have prepared, prepared for you what I want you to do is to pre prepare I want you to prepare for the things I have prepared for you and I was like oh I was like okay so in other words to condition your spirit that's I'm telling you I am loving this consecration because I'm like hold up Lord it's like I'm starting to believe some stuff and I haven't believed I'm talking about Can I talk plain, let me me just say this kind of plainly, but y'all y'all understand, it's like, Lord, I'm starting to believe some stuff and it's almost like a stupid kind of belief. So much stuff that people will be like, man, you stupid for, but it's like, but I can't, it's like, yeah, I'm like, it's almost like a, it's like, yeah, you know what, why not? (laughs) It's like, man, hold up, Jesus, this is what you said, And Jesus, you're talking to me and Jesus. You said that this consecration should be fresh. And Jesus you and, and, and Lord, you said to Jesus, even just now to expect my faith to go to another level. So Lord, I expect my faith to go to another level. I'm expecting my faith to go to another level. Because the barrier has been removed, Lord, it's time for me to receive some things, to walk in some things, so that way the crowd can come running. It's like, oh man, we thought we thought you were dead. And <laughs> it's like, no. It's time for it's time, Lord, yeah, yeah, Lord, I'm expecting my faith to go to another level. Lord, I will believe with childlike boldness in which I've never believed before. Lord, I thank you for empowering me to believe. Lord, I thank you for the supernatural surge because of what you desire to do through me in this hour. Lord, thank you that people will come running to see you on display through my life. Lord, and that which they thought was dead, you will raise up before their very eyes. God, I thank you, Lord, that even the things that have been out of order since childhood, Lord, that you are restoring where the enemy try to impact and, and, and affect, uh, uh, affect some of the things that happened in my childhood. God, you are restoring right now. God, and I even thank you, Lord, that the, the level of which I believed and, and trusted you, even in childhood, maybe both naturally and maybe even spiritually, just that fervency, that fire. Not saying that it's void of maturity. We got that. But, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you are renewing it. Lord, and I will not think it strange That I'm seeing again some opportunities and some of the things that I've dreamed before, Lord, because you want me to believe again. Lord, so I will speak to mountains. Because I believe and I will have what I say, Lord, I thank you for the power of fasting and praying with faith. Lord, and I thank you that you are allowing me to show up as you. As you are, so, so am I, you know, in earth. Come on, and that's, that's, that's how we live. That's how we think. So, we, so this sounds bold, but it's true. What, what, what is a demon in this hour except something that needs to be rebuked and cast out? What is a mountain in this hour except something that is an opportunity for faith to rise up and to be moved? Somebody just say right now, say, Unbelief has no place in me. <laughs> say, say it again, say, I am, a, I am a believing believer. Oh, yeah, my God. Oh, and let's say this one more time because the Lord book ended this word. And I know we said it already, but let's say it again. Say, my faith is going exponentially higher. And I am going to pray with a belief I haven't had before. Oh, man. So the Lord will begin to show some stuff for you, show some things to you, and the Lord will say, yep, say that. Woo! There's some things I'm telling you. I've been enjoying myself. It was something that kind of, something that kind of broke even on this past Wednesday. I was like and my, my, myself and Pastor Patience. We were talking about it. We were like, man, something shifted. Something happened. But what it is, even more specifically, one thing that I know is, it's like, man, it's a, it's another level of faith and believing. The Lord's like, hey, no, I, no, I, I need you to believe. And I need you to say, and I need you, I need I need you to receive this. Because I want faith in this generation. <laughs> I want faith expressed in this generation. Ah, yeah. Because the Lord is like, yep, I show it to you, but I need you to believe and receive it. And I don't want you to. Re- I don't want you to think that it can't happen. Oh, it it is well within the realm of possibilities. And it is not as far off as you think. It is not as far off as you think. It is as near as the word is in your mouth. My goodness, my goodness. So let the freshness, let the joy, let an excitement. It's like, man, believe again. It's Like, man, yeah, Lord. And whatever kind of spirits that might show up, you know, or whatever kind of, it's like, man. In the name of Jesus, you got to go. It's like, I'm going to Jesus. I'm so with Jesus. I'm so hidden in him right now. I'm enjoying my time. I'm enjoying this prayer. I'm enjoying this consecration. Thank you, Lord. And the reason why I can enjoy it, because I have an expectation at the end of this consecration. It's like, woo. It must be with some expectation because heaven is going, heaven is responding. And it's amazing because some of the the things that are happening, it's like, oh, Lord, yes, God. Some clarity and belief coming along with that. Oh, yeah, 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 but we got it. So this is what I want you to do. I'm going to stop. This is what I want you to do. Hold on to these particular scriptures, that portion about th- these mountains, right, being cast into the sea. But even more than that, how we need to believe, how we need to say it. It's a fundamental principle, but it's something that, again, today was just a reminder and an activation. The Lord is saying, is like, hey, your faith is going to another level. Some stuff, all the experiences of why something didn't happen before, you got to let that go. That's a barrier that has been removed. Lord, no, it's going to happen. If it didn't happen before, it's going to happen this time. Somebody say that. Say, oh, it's going to, oh, put that in the chat. Say, it's going to happen this time. Put an exclamation mark on it. Oh, it is going to happen this time. <laughs> So them spirits that have been trying to hold things up, we already see now that they have no longer legal right to be or to delay or to hold things up. That spirit saw Jesus had to fall. And Jesus was like, yeah, get out. I rebuke you. He rebuked you. It's like, man, get out of here. Raise that boy up. That thing that spirits have held up and then people thought it was dead come running to see it. it's like, oh, that dream is dead. Oh, that vision is like, no, nope, it ain't dead. I'm going to stretch my hands like Jesus. Raise, raise it up like Jesus. And we're going to carry on in this newness of life. I'll tell you right now, it ain't your time to go. It's your time to go for 10. It's your time to go with Jesus. It's your time to go to him. It's your time to go with him. It's your time to go as him. But it ain't. If you're hearing and you're listening right now, you could just say right, just rebuke that thought. Be like, yeah, it ain't my time to go. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. There's still some man. I'm excited. There's still some stuff that I'm ready to see. <laughs> Don't matter what age you are what the condition is, or the diagnosis. He's like, Lord, it's gonna happen this time. Well, man, I didn't get that opportunity, that position. It's okay, go again, it's gonna happen this time. Clearly, God's got something even better. He's like, hey, I want you to believe. He's like, man, I want you to believe for more. He's like, that was too low, I want you to believe for more. OK, let's pray. <laughs> there's another part but I'll share that during our giving. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that there is belief rising up right now. Yep. That there's a quickening that there's a. Uh, 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 yeah, Lord. And I know that you're just dealing with people's hearts by the spirit. There's some things that you're specifically showing and some things that you're specifically saying, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that that there's just such an activation, God, that you're causing your people to stand and to rise up. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you that there is no doubt in the heart, but we are believing those things uh, that you've told us, God, Lord, and we're saying it, Lord, and we are knowing by faith that it will be done because it's already done, Lord, but we don't say it's already done just out of tradition. Or out of form, God, but no, Lord, it is already done, and we shall have the things that we say, God. So somebody just say again, say, Lord, I believe and I receive right now in the name of Jesus. And sometimes you might have to say it a few times. It's like, nope, I believe it, I receive it. No, I believe, I receive, I believe, I receive, because then it begins to move beyond your head and comes up from your spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because faith ain't something you can do in your head. It's a heart thing. It's a heart thing, God. So I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) That it's such a boldness, it's such a confidence rising up, Lord. And it's such a likeness of, of precious faith together, God. God, that we are encouraging each other even in faith and belief according to Christ Jesus. Lord, let it not be said, Lord, that we are in the faithless and perverse generation, God. Let it be said that we are in the faithful generation. That we are in the purposeful generation, God. Woo-hoo. God, that we are just as excited. God, that there's just just oh. Yep. God, that we are believing. Like never before. Somebody can say that. Say, say it again. I'm going to believe you, Lord, like never before. Meaning oh, meaning how we've believed him in the past. There's a new way. The Lord says, hey, there's even more to faith. And, and he's the one that helps us. But he says, yeah, I. Yeah. Say it again. Say, I'm going to believe you, Lord, like never before. Lord, I'm going to believe you like never before and that gets stronger and stronger and that resistance and those things that have hindered, guess what, they, they get weaker and weaker and smaller and smaller and they go. This kind, whether a spirit or even an unbelief, comes out by prayer and fasting. Lord, oh, so now he's giving us something fresh and something new. It's like, oh, it's a gift to you right now. Lord, and we receive (laughs) faith, hope, and love. God, because we love you, we know that this is even the greatest. Lord, and that this faith is even working, God, because, because of love. Remember, sometimes you're going to have to even go up with some people. It's like, man, you know, God, I believe I'm I'm going to represent you, Lord. I'm going to go as Jesus. (laughs) Lord, I thank you for being with me, Lord. But I thank you, Lord, that you are just so, that I'm so hidden in you that I'm going as you to encounter this situation or to pray for this person or whatever the case may be, God. Lord, I'm standing as you. I'm going to you. I'm going with you. I'm going as you, God. For that, Lord, which you've prepared, God, I thank you, Lord, that I am pre praying in the name of Jesus. (laughs) That I'm already ready in season and out of season. Oh, Lord, and we are not coming off faith. No, we are not coming off faith. We are not coming off belief. Mm. So I just need to encourage somebody again, whatever noise that has been that, that tries to bring up the history and the past of the stuff that did not happen, we rebuke it in Jesus' name. And there's an, there's go, you receive the expectation of newness. Yeah, because I have to say that, because so, so for some people that has just been so lodged and, and wedged, but we lay an ax to the root of that unbelief and doubt in the history of failure and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Let faith arise. And it overrides failure in the name of Jesus. Believe again. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We know there's the hope. Hope has its place. But we're talking about faith right now. It's like, no, God, Lord, remove that mountain. Yeah, it will happen. And I'm not going to say anything less or different. Because we're saying what God says. If he said it, then that's what we say. And especially if he confirmed it over and over and over. I mean, you got one, two, three different sources or people or whatever the case may be. It's like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this is actually going to happen. Yep, Lord. So by your spirit, this is a thing of the spirit. Lord, so I thank you, Lord, for this word continually to work in the lives of, unbelie- uh, of, of, of your believers, God. <laughs> and if you happen to not be connected with Jesus, then I'm telling you right now, let there be a belief because he loves you so much. And he says, look, for this next journey in life, I want you connected to me and I need to be in you. I need to be your Lord and I need to be your Savior. So that way you can live a fruitful life, a fruit that is pleasing to him. And if you've gotten off track or or gotten, you know, out of order or, or, or maybe some, whatever the case may be, but you hear him right now. The Lord says, I want to lead you and I want to guide you. So now I'm saying this, follow me in this prayer so that way this newness of life can begin, or even begin again. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe you rose from the grave with all power, with all authority, and I thank you because I believe in you that you give me eternal life. I receive you and I acknowledge you as my Lord and my savior. And I thank you for loving me. I thank you for leading me. Lord, and I wanna continue to learn of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, then you are saved. You are born again. It's a work of the spirit. You have come from darkness into the light. You have come from death to life. That's something that only happens through Jesus Christ. And the Bible says this, that angels rejoice in heaven over one, over one that is saved. So I'm telling you, whether you have a feeling or not, it's according to the word of the Lord. And the Lord says, hey, you are saved. You are born again because of the belief and your confession of faith. The belief and your confession of faith. Amen. And so we have a resource that is available for you. We call it our New Life Kickstarter, and that you're going to see it at agfwc.org/newlife. And then what you do when you go there, you'll see um, you put your name and your email, and then you'll receive a PDF book that is available for you. Simply submit that information, and then you get a PDF book, some great information information and wisdom to help you learn of the Lord to help you to continue to grow in this, in the faith (laughs) in the name of Jesus, amen hallelujah glory to God, glory to God simple but very profound especially when the Lord gave that word to me and then he said hey remember what I said you know, even through Sister Lystra, I was like, Lord, you meant that thing. Yeah.